I was gonna say you need to give the guitar some batteries. You didn't sound very loud today. I mean, I can. Can you? Oh, here's what it is. Uh, welcome to AEC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. Uh, we're back for another week. Hey. We're, not, we're not flooded out yet. Not yet. It's, it was raining all day. You uh, do see that leak over there, though, right? I mean, yeah. well, that's just, that's where I peed. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's been raining all day. So if you hear noises in the background, it's our sump pump. If you don't, then I did a good enough job with the noise gate so it doesn't pick up on the microphones. Hey, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah. Last week, Adrian decided he wants to talk about the book Middle West. So, Middle I, West. All right. Uh, what did we come up with to talk about for this week's theme? It wasn't until yesterday <laughs> when you hear I the mean... story, pick up books. I was like, Adrian, pick something. I, I, I thought all week I could pick anything. He's like, why me? He's like, you picked the book. I can pick up anything. Yeah, but you were so mad the last time I picked a book, I didn't want to do it again. No, I meant for the theme, though. Last time, oh, I did pick you, the theme. You, you, you didn't pick the theme last time. I didn't pick the theme. So I was like, all right, well, th- this one's... This one's your baby on this one, so... We're talking fantasy! That spiked the mic. Sorry. (laughs) My bad, my bad. Sorry for all those in TV land. Uh, I mean, theoretically, editing will bring it back down, but I'll I'll just think it's a cough when I'm editing. Like, hey, why is... Oh, that's just (laughs) Adrian. Oh, that's right. right. That's just Adrian. Just so you guys know, uh, we cough into the mics when we need to edit something out. So if you hear a cough, you can secretly laugh because something was said... Or done well, that got edited out. Well, usually I edit out the cough too. Oh, you don't leave the cough. Usually no, the cough. I usually in. leave that out. Now too. you should leave it in. I that way, the audience knows. Oh, I love what they said. They screwed up. <laughs> I, think, I think it was was it last week or two weeks ago that you're like, oh, edit that out. And I was like, yeah. no, no, it's staying. Two weeks yeah, ago. I oh, coughed or something. Yeah, I was like, no, no, this one's staying. In. And I was like, nope, it was because it was a weird tangent. Now you have to leave them in. You have to just edit right after the cough. Or I'll just have the cough be like a long bleep. <laughs> okay, that might get annoying though. Yeah, because static in the ears. Anyway, so <laughs> how long is the tangent on some of those? How long is the edit? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll do a special episode where it's nothing but coughs. <laughs> uh, so yeah, fantasy books. So far for the course. Yeah. Good night, uh, everyone. Uh, there's books that are fantasy books, then books that came out this week, and then Middle West was a book, and we had heroes, and that's it. Good night, everybody. That's it. That's the, yeah. See you next Done. week. That's the whole I man. This is gonna be, I can go back to playing video games real fast. This is Ooh. great. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, fantasy books. Jared, what is one of them that's on your list that when we talk about fantasy that stood out to you? I am uh, going to interrupt it real fast. Audience, we all still love each other. So if 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 Jared and Alex and I start fighting, it's okay. Mom and dad are still fine. Uh, we got heated <laughs> right before we started recording. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was right. Adrian's wrong. It's cool. That's, and there he goes. That, that's the power of editing, is I get to choose whatever I want. <laughs> At one point, you'll say my name, and then you'll say was, and then you'll say right. And then I'll and just... I'm just, blinking, just, everyone, so I'm in danger. <laughs> just so everyone knows, we were arguing about, is science fiction fantasy? So leave a comment if you think it is or not. Oh, okay. But yeah. I'm going to say, sometimes yes. And more oftentimes, yes. But that's neither here nor there. So what was the I, first one on your list then, Jared? Okay. So the first one on my list is <laughs> we're going to get the fighting. big one away right away is when we talk about constantly a saga. It's oh my goodness. about a husband and wife who are from foring, from warring factions who uh, come together and have a child who's basically you know not supposed to be able to have, exist, and it's basically one big survival adventure of. All because you know, of a romance novel. Yeah, all because of a romance novel. So they're trying to escape the authorities and, you know, 
Get away from everything. I will always admit, I hated the book, but I couldn't put it down. Yeah. Because we told you to read it every week. Well, no, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yes, there was that, obviously. But once you picked it up and was reading it. But, the sh- you but read now all- I don't have to read it. And thankfully, there was that big break, right, for until issue 55? I think so, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And cool. Uh, if we do a, a recap of the last nine volumes or whatever, I won't be around for nine weeks. <laughs> we'll do it on your off weeks. We'll do it on your off week. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I don't think we'll do that again. It was a lot. It was yeah. us getting used to this how format, this format of yeah. reading a book, dissecting it, yep. and going from there. And Saga itself, even if you're not big into fantasy and magic and things like that, it still has an underlying good story. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You know, that's what kept coming back, and the dialogue was good. It's from one of my favorites, Brian K. Vaughn. So in, it reads significantly different in trade than it does it in single does. issues. Too. Oh, it does. reads so much better in trade. It, it really does. I, I mean, I was... I have all of them in single issues. I'm still getting them in singles. But when we did our reread, I was like, oh, this moves a lot better in trade than it does in singles. Yeah. I, so. I, I have to wonder if they were written in chunks like that, right? So uh, I would assume so. At least. Yeah, yeah, I think they so. They were going to have like stopping point here and stopping yeah. point there. And, you know, I would yeah. think anything written in the last 20 years, they know, okay, how's it going to read in one trade? Because I mean, it's one story. So yeah. we write it all in one thing. And then we choose cut here, here, and here. And it may not work for that issue, but overall, overall, it works for that complete volume. Right. Sure. So I think, and now there are different acts, maybe. It was written in Act 1 that may have been, you know, seven issues instead of the six. And like, yeah. Then hammering it down the details, okay, we'll switch this around to, for each volume. Oh, but I would think I don't think it was written down from the beginning, everything, this is where we're going to go. Sure. I would sure. imagine Brian's like, okay, we're going to start with this. Is- and then we're going to end with this, and now I'm going to figure out how to get everything in between, yeah. and then pare down closer you get to each section. Oh, yeah. It's my best yeah. guess. Yeah. Because especially when they did the break, he was like, <clears throat> yeah, we're halfway done through the story. Like, we're not done. We're halfway through. So he even said, like, we have an end game and plan. So it's not like, oh, I'm building the airplane mid-flight. No, we have a plan. We know where we're going. Don't worry about it. Lots and lots of duct tape. And paper clips. And Swiss Army knives. <laughs> but yeah. So, so Saga. It's still going on, um, and who knows where else is going to go. Yep. Uh, first one on my list is a series that ended back in 2002 after seven seasons on television. That is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, it, but it's still kind of going. Yeah. It's still going on today, yeah. 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 I mean, it is still going on in comics strong, possibly stronger than it should be, <laughs> um, depending on who you ask, because they even got to the point now, like, okay, old lady Buffy also. Sure. Because... We can only do so much of her being a teenager or young 20-something or other. Like That was Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. Yep. Uh, like, and I know that, but I haven't even watched the series. So <laughs> That's how you guys started watching it. We watched the movie, and oh, then yeah, that where Pee Wee Herman died. Uh, he was in that? Yeah, he was one of the vampires. Oh that He died like in the mid-credits, post-credits scene. It's like a super long, exaggerated death that he does. It's ridiculous, but fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they did seven seasons, and they've done, like, season eight, season nine, season ten. I think they're up to, like, 13 or 14 in comic books even as well. Uh, that was another Joss Whedon project was Buffy. Um, so, yeah, it's still going on. They're still slaying vampires and seasons and stuff, which I I kind of like that the volumes are in seasons. It's not like, oh, just, you know, one through 12, one through all new Buffy. You know, like they don't keep oh. changing. Like, okay, so it has a 
got a continuity theme. It to follows it, the television least. series too. Like it is a serialized story. Clearly, the, no, no, I'm not. I'm not making a crack at Disney right now. <laughs> continuity. But, but I'm saying though, like there is a. They're keeping up with tradition at that point. So they don't starting, oh, it's Buffy, volume, you know, Buffy, number one. Like, no, no, it takes place after the season. That's why they have it listed as season whatever, so yeah. you know where it goes within correlation to the TV series. Yeah, they did that with the Smallville comic, too. I think it was season 11 and when that first came out. I know they've done that. With uh, something with, else. Like, Arrow, they did, like, season 2.5. Yeah. And the, which I I hate when they do it for TV shows that are still actively going on. Like, yeah. Quit. Stop. Right. Stop milking that property. Just yeah. do it as a show. And, yep. like, and you on. don't know if the showrunners are going to do a flashback to that time period, too, which is going to mess with break. continuity even yeah. more. Now, it is it's nice. Okay, you can always retcon stuff. I mean, yeah, it's fun to have more <laughs> stories of that period of time, but also the problem I have with that is what I have with Star Wars. Like, oh, it takes place between this movie and that movie. Okay, well, we know Luke's going to be fine because yeah, right. there's a movie afterwards. Sure. Um, it's the Obi-Wan series right now. Like, well, how much? Oh no, Obi-Wan's in danger. He'll be fine. Leia's be kidnapped. Fine. She'll be fine too. Like it, it's like that. It's like, okay, it's fun to see that, but also it takes away the dramatic effect. It First, worked okay in the Clone Wars animated series because they had that narrator guy that would like, yeah, talk, like, oh no, and when there, we left them, they're and, endangered. And there was enough clones that, you, okay, they could actually kill one of my favorite clones. They could have killed Commander Cody or Rex oh, or sure, anybody sure, like that. Sure. Like, you don't see in the movies. So like, sure. There's another one. There's, but I'm saying there's the drama there of those characters could die versus no, no. Ultimately, Obi-Wan and Anakin, they're fine fine. until they're not. Uh, So like that drama is gone. But when it does Buffy after the series is done, who knows what main characters could die? I mean, because you have a question. There's still vampires. Can she really use the title vampire slayer? It really seems like she's failing it. I mean, she does kill them, I think. I don't know. I don't, I never watched yeah, the show. Is, she's not the vampire eradicator. She just slays them. She, she's, so she's not out. there to, just she's not there to, sound to get rid of out. all of them. So is she a comedian for vampires? Oh, I, I slayed them. She's on oh, like, my stand up set. No, you can stay. That was that bad. <laughs> you can stay. She's the jester, Buffy the vampire jester. Yeah. I'll so, go with that. I mean, I, I think, I think that was more entertaining personally. I, <laughs> I'd love to see a comedian to vampires. So, yeah, you slay me. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, that's the uh, Mel Brooks version of Buffy, oh, no. the the vampire slayer. No, no. Move along. Uh, Move moving along. along to Adrian. What's the first one on your list? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Mission uh, accomplished, folks. Mission accomplished. I'm gonna go. Well, okay. So we had that discussion before this. So I'm gonna say the me you love in the dark, but. Does that fit with fantasy? It's a. I'd say it's a horror fantasy. Yeah, a horror fantasy romance. Yeah, because yeah. okay, okay. Then I will go with the me you love in the dark. I really, I really enjoyed it. It's a. It, it is another Scotty Young and 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 Jorge Corona book. I, what I say it's multiple categories because Star Wars is a sci fi western. Star Wars. The movies were space operas. The shows are more westerns. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, they can be right. multiple genres mixed together. Which ones? Because uh, obviously, like, Mando, Mando right now definitely is super Western. Western, right? Right. I'd say Obi-Wan's a, a bit of a Western myself. 
It's I, got the old gunslinger, but or, or maybe samurai. It's the old. Even then. well, I mean, in Star Wars, definitely copies a lot of samurai yes. stories. Like yeah. that has been well known that George just copied a lot of stuff. Oh, that. sure. Oh, yeah. So saying Star Wars is a samurai, I don't know what the actual genre would be called. Yeah, for that. Uh, I wouldn't call it a sci-fi though. I call it a sci science fantasy. Fight, yeah. fight, fight! No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm, well, because... I'm I'm staying away from that side. I don't I don't know if it's more of a western. Or if this is but samurai it, or space opera. I'm going back to the, your question of, can it be this? Yes, it can be multiple things rolled yeah. into sure, one. Sure, sure, oh, sure. yeah, definitely. I mean, Saga is a sci-fi fantasy well, romance. Yeah. Saga is a sci-fi fantasy romance. Okay. So, like I said, it, it can be multiple I things. I take away the science fiction because that's kind of a thing. I would call it a science fantasy. I don't really call it a science fiction. It's in space. Space is yeah, they're flying a giant tree. Anyway, the me you love the dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it was another Scotty Young and and and, and Jorge Corona uh, a book um, that none of us were really expecting to like originally. At least I wasn't expecting to like it. I I fell in love with it in that first book. I I remember seeing the art, and then I'm like, oh, it's Scotty Young. Scotty Young is one of those characters that kind of showed up out of left field. Very few people knew of him. But then he did all those variants, and everybody's like, oh, I love Scotty Young. Okay. As an artist. As an artist, right. Excuse me. And, um, <clears throat> but he's a really good writer. He's got these really great stories, and I, I like, he, he doesn't beat around the bush. Here's my story. This is how I'm telling it. It's very li uh, linear. Yeah. Well, it's very contained. A to B. He's, he's contained. Not, he's yes. not running it into the ground for a million issues. Right. He's like, no, this is my story, and it goes as long as it goes, and I'm done. Right. Yep. Uh, the Me You Love went six or five or six It was issues. one volume, and it was done. Yeah. Now, yeah. they left it open where they could do more if he wants to. I hope not. But he like could, how though, it ended, but, but it could. Yeah. It's very open-ended, like, okay, treat it however you, It's like the Sopranos. Treat it however you want. Yeah. It's got an ending, but it could be open for more. Right. But it's decent ending. Sure, right. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was one that's on, I had quite a few here that, you know. And I will say with that one, the art is not for everybody. However, it works with the story once you start reading it. There were certain things about that. Like when I talk about it to people, uh, when, when, when Corona draws music, he does not draw it like everyone else does with like musical notes. There's like a zipper shape to it. Like one side of the zipper. I mean, it still Which, it still has the notes, the like the flying notes around, but like it's no, no, it, it's that's what I'm saying. Like it looks like a one half of a zipper floating through the air. It's got the flowiness like yeah. you would typically see it in in, in 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 art that's doing the notes, but it but you know what it is too when when it's happening. You're like, oh, that's music. Hmm, I've never seen it like that before, or like the 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 ghost the the poltergeist the whatever. dark the dark the dark uh when you first meet it. him we we get a very humanoid lie because he is lying to her because his true form is that crazy other one that we've seen in the later issues and it's like oh you're bad and he does a really good job of like no sometimes i'm good but my real identity it's bad. And you can tell when you look at me. I, I just, I like how he does that. Well, and just the book itself is very, it looks sketchy because there are lots of lines to it. 
but, sketchy as in like, but good though. No, yeah, that's why like, they finished. Like, not like it, it looks like someone he like, oh, I'm gonna do this really quick, but then you can te- when you actually look at it, you can see how meticulous that actually yes. is there for too. It is there for accenting, not just for I'm in a rush. Like, no, no, I want to see like, okay, I'm drawing lines on this uh, on this wooden wall because to to simulate the grain on the wood to show that authenticity of it. And I think when the coloring happens, that just brings out the quality of the sketching. Right. Well, my, my favorite part is when it shows the girl's drawing of the dark, like, Oh, this is what I think you look like in a human form where it showed like a, a guy's face. And he was like, Oh, the yeah. dog was like, Oh sure. But like that looked so real ish. It was really good. I really liked it. Like, Oh, that looks like it could be a person, but like almost an abstract ish version yes. of it. And I can see where you are drawing with pen and paper. What looks like paint. And it worked really well with that. Yes. So it's a unique, if you're just flipping through it, it's not for everybody, but you need to read it to actually like, oh, I get why it's this way. It's like we've always talked about that Hawkeye book. Yeah. I hated the art, I did but too. you made me read it. Yeah. And it worked it with did. the story. It's like, no, you can't use any other form of art to tell. What was the name of that one? Was that My Life is a Weapon? Uh, It was the Fraction run. Matt Fraction was the writer and David Aha was the artist for the majority of that. Okay. And that one. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things like, yeah, I get when people say, I don't like that artist. However, if the story fits, then it works. Mm-hmm. If the story doesn't, they're like, oh, I don't like it. And the story's not good enough. I'm out. Double out. Sure. I, uh, I know I'm with that with certain artists. Die is another one of those where, like, I don't know that I could, I could read that and enjoy it with any other art. Right. So yeah, uh, what's next on your list, Jared? Um, I'm going to shoot through just a couple of them real quick. Um, Fables, this was an old... When did that come out? Forever ago. It's, 90s? It's, uh, I don't know 90s? if it's that old. 2000s? Early I don't know. 2000s? Just, I don't know. Anyway, I'll, look it, up, I'll yeah. look it up while you talk but about it. It's basically, you know, um, the magical creatures were being forced out of their lands from these bad guys, I guess you could say. And they settled in New York. And that's basically the premise, and they're doing their lives, and there's they, they basically form this giant secret underground group of uh, beings. Not underground, underground. 2002 to 2015 was Fables. Oh, wow. It lasted that long? Wiki says it's still going. Uh, they've done a spinoffs and stuff, uh, yes. And okay. I think they did a soft relaunch and uh, getting revived in 2022. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty popular. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it in general, uh, but I liked the premise of it, and I liked some of the, I don't know, some of the stories were hit and miss to me. In, sure. Correct so. me if I'm wrong, isn't this the one where they do the modernization of different fairy tales or yes. different fables? Like, there's an Alice in Wonderland today yes. sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. But it's, so kinda, they're all kind of sitting. Fables are once upon a Upon a time, uh, upon fables a... came first. They did once upon because you're talking about the TV show. Once upon a yeah, time, yeah, right? yeah. Once upon a time was fables. supposed to be inspired by slash going to be the fable show. Yeah. Uh, then I think there was some drama. So like, oh, fine, we'll make our own thing. And then they actually end up doing once upon a time comic books as well. Like, really? So you're doing comic book based yeah. off a show that was definitely based off of a comic book before. Yep. When fables was still going on. To I the mean, comics. if you can't win the lawsuit, then okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a lawsuit or just a disagreement. No, or that's what I mean yeah. though. Like if. if if you can't cease and assist me, we'll keep on rolling. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yep. So, but the other one was the Wicked and Divine. It's basically where all uh, there's the Pantheon, which is a group of uh, like reincarnated gods and everything like that, and they become pop stars. 
so they're like worshipped and uh, there's this young girl she kind of like is obsessed with them and gets to interact with them and finds out that they're not all they're cracked up to be type thing so uh, there's a lot of good stuff with that as well but uh, just want to mention those two uh i'll go next with i'll do two rapid fires also to end off my list uh firepower by robert robert kirkman um it is very it starts out very much identical to iron fist of like oh this guy goes into a temple learns this mystical art and martial arts form blah blah, blah. but it spirals quickly into a secret society that is going against them and he leaves the order and it's like all right and it jumps to the here and now he's been out of the order for how many years he's got and a his, family and his past life is catching up to him and what does he do what does his family know he can do all that fun stuff um the very first issue was actually a volume zero that was a original graphic novel like okay this is the prelude to it all and then issue one took place right after that. Right. But um, they priced it really well. The I trade say that, was 10 bucks. Yeah. 999 for volume zero. Launched, was it the first issue or issue zero on Free Comic Book Day? Which was the same as issue one. Yeah. Issue yeah. zero or the Free Comic Book Day issue was issue one. Yes. Um, which was cool to see. Okay. Uh, it would be like, for example, this week, uh, the trade comes out and next week on Free Comic Book Day, issue one. Yeah. And it was a very good, hey, here's a low investment on a good story. And you don't need to read the prelude to it. No. However, it does help a lot. Yes. I mean, given and when I first read it, the first half was like, really? This is Iron Fist. Yeah. Why? It was Why? pure Iron then Fist. Then you, you actually see when you look at the art sideways, like, oh, right here's when the story changes. Like, it has the, oh, white background. Like, he's learning and then it turns dark when everything hits the fan. Yep. Which is cool to see. Like, oh, you can see right there is where it does a tonal shift. Yeah. And with it being Robert Kirkman... It is a very quick read. Yep. He is not super heavy dialogue. It's like, it's very much, I'm talking to you, yep. you're talking to me. There's no inner plot, you know, no dialogue box going on, no narrator. It is what you see. Yeah. And Robert Kirkman's of, if you don't know, Walking Dead fame. Uh, and, and Invincible. Uh, Invincible and Outcast. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that was one that I really enjoyed. I was like, and I'm not a huge martial arts guy. However... No. There's enough of the fantasy with that with his family and the secret societies. That's, yeah. I really enjoyed There was a good story there. And speaking of secret societies, the other on my list is Seven Secrets, uh, written by Tom Taylor. Another is one it really that secret if they wrote a book about it? Uh, yes, because it's a fantasy story. That's not in real life. Because that's why, that's where the seven, that's where the secret is. Everyone else in the world doesn't know about those secrets. Just that. Seven of them. Uh, so yeah, there are seven different secrets that if the, if it comes open, it'll change the world forever. Um, you they're find in briefcases. They are in briefcases right. where there's a gar- there's a holder and a guardian. I think. I think that's what one person called. holds the briefcase of the secret. The other person is Protects the bodyguard, them. and like yeah. they know the secret also. Yeah. Like, I don't even think the holder necessarily knows the secret either. It's okay. One of you know. One of you hold. That's the way it works. Yep. Um, oh. And then the so the, the guardian kind of knows. Like, okay, this is this serious. I have to protect Like, them. hey, if this is going to blow up the whole world, well, I don't want you, the holder, to know that because you'll freak out that you can know you're holding a doomsday device. Sure, sure. You know it's a, you know it's an important thing that will change everything, but you don't know what it is. Or, hey, this is a teleporter to a different dimension. I had fun with the first few issues, and then it just kind of, a lot of, there were a lot of things that kind of went cliche, and I didn't not like the book. There were it a lot just, of cliche pieces in there. This is a story, though. It, it is very similar to that of Middle West and Saga that it reads better in trade. Yes. Um, I, I do have the week to week, and I'm looking at when we reread the first volume a couple weeks ago. I was like, man, this 
pace feels a lot better. Yeah, it was in much trade. better. Yeah. Um, so, and there, there's only like one more issue left in the whole mm-hmm. series. I think it's going to be another three or four volume series. It's going to be done. And it reads a lot better in trade. Yeah. I'm excited to see them do a complete omnibus of it all. Yes, yeah, so I was just going to say a compendium or omnibus. That would be great. And it'll be really good for that. Yeah. So that is Seven Secrets by Tom Taylor. And I have the artist here. Uh, oh. Danielle DiNuculo? Danielle. Yeah, it looks it looks Italian. Yeah. The It looks Italian to me. Sure. Danielle Italian name. Uh and Walter Biamonte or Biamont, if the E is pronounced Beaumont. It's like okay, is it Padroni? Is it Padrone's pizza or Padroni's pizza? I don't know. I've heard of both. I don't know what one it is. They're both wrong, actually. <laughs> I'm okay with that, actually. <laughs> I'm perfectly it's okay Jack's. with that. <laughs> There's an invisible T at the beginning of Yeah. Uh, okay, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, Firepower and Seven Secrets, those are my last two on my list that I mentioned. Adrian, what the last ones on your list? I could go on. I know, you, know you could. That's why I say what are your last ones. Uh, Jared did two. I did two. I mentioned Die, uh, Once in Future, Mercy... Uh, so die is the uh, RPG fantasy. Uh, it's a uh, actually uh, Kieran. Uh, why can't his, Kieran Gillen? Thank you. Uh, he he describes it as a goth uh, Jumanji, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, that that fits very yeah, accurately. It is, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the art is fantastic. The story is just phenomenal. Um, I, I feel like what they did with like each person's face took like, they never focused on anybody's real face or they focused on a feature on every person's face, but they, they didn't want you to look at the face. They wanted you to look at the whole character, the whole body of the person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just one of those. It's 20 issues. And uh, it's, it's done. It's done. It was a, that's a four volume book. And, one thing I want to mention that you said it's a goth Jumanji. I would say it's a goth D and D Jumanji because you know it's the D and D fantasy oh, of I it. I didn't say that, Karen. Oh, you no, want to argue saying, with well, him? No, no. You, you I'm just saying though, for people that are like, oh, it's a, it's based it. off of a board game. No, no, it's based off of D and D. So if you like D and D as well, right. you'll get that extra draw into it because each character is a different die and right. I think that's an extra hook. Like, oh, you may have been hooked, but now you're really hooked. now you're really hooked. Uh, the beta came out for the actual RPG, and I just kickstarted the the actual. I think it ends today. Uh, well, it won't matter if anybody is like, oh, I need to get that because you, you'll publish this tomorrow. And they, should, it's already they should do a lot of <laughs> stuff like that. Usually does a lot of post sure. funding. Anyway. But that was or, one. Or you can order from us when it becomes available through distribution. Yeah. What he said. Do um, that. Do that. Do, do the Screw thing. Kickstarter. Go through us instead. Yeah, some of these we've talked about that before. Why? Why do you do a Kickstarter when you know? Why does Hasbro need a Kickstarter? Really, Hasbro? Right. Anyway, anyway, back to die. Uh, no, that, or, I mean it was just one of those book. Uh, Once in Future was one that I really enjoyed. That's kind of more of a modern fantasy. Uh, it takes place about King Arthur and dragons and, and zombies and, and everything. Like that. But today, and that one is still ongoing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think the one that I really enjoyed was Mercy. By uh, Merck, Merck, I can never pronounce Merco it. Merco Andolfo, I Thank think. you. Or Merca Andolfo. I can never pronounce the name. Uh, actually, I think she actually is Italian. 
I feel like I read that somewhere. And uh, her husband does a bunch of com- is in the comic book industry as well. That's why I'm like, oh, it's an Adolfo. Wait, which one? <laughs> uh, apparently not as popular, or maybe I've just I, not heard of him. I think she does more than he does. Okay. Um, but uh, that one's more of a an old timey western horror fantasy. Uh, this town is being killed by something. Uh, this lady arrives, and people get eaten by things. <laughs> It's really good. It looks fantastic. It kind of has a kind of a manga-ish art style, uh, which may turn some people off, but it works really well with the story um, and the characters. So, yeah. There. Right. There's two more. All right. Uh, Three more. Do a couple rapid fire. If you have any more on your list, go ahead. Wind and Sex Criminals. Wind is about a young boy who is named Wind. And he wants to live a normal life, but he's got pointy ears and is part of the magical community, which is kind of, are they outlawed in the book or just like frowned upon? They are outlawed within the city limits. Within the the city limits. Because it's the last bastion of pure blood humans. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he just wants to live it out his own life and, you know, occurrences happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I like to go on record saying nine times out of ten when it says pure blood anything, probably bad. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the other one is sex criminals. It's basically uh, these two people have a weird ability when they have sex. They are able to stop time. And they decide to go rob banks with that. And you find there's a whole society you that would, have, if you had yep. that pro- if you had that pro- And you yeah. find there is a whole secret society that can police that. And yep. they have their own even weirder abilities. Yeah. So... It is definitely I haven't gone rated too mature. far into that. I've only read like the first or maybe into the second volume. I haven't gone too far with that, but uh, I, it's an enjoyable book. It's fun. All right. Any last ones on your list, Adrian, real quick? Just Amulet. Uh, that's more of a young reader uh, book. My my mm-hmm. nine-year-old, she's reading it. Um, <clears throat> but I mentioned Once in Future, Die, Middle West, Mercy, Star Wars, not the comic. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so with that, we move on to books that came out this week, Wednesday, June 8th, 2022, or yesterday, if you were listening to this, the day it drops. That's right. It's too late for the Kickstarter that Adrian mentioned. Oh, you looked it up? No, I don't know. Oh. I'm just saying. Well, if, by if the you, time they listen to this, if you are If you are corrected, it does end tonight. I, I, I don't know. I may not be correct, people. Yeah. But you should still order through. Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't keep that on record. I'm going to save yep. that. Send that to my phone, would you? I'll have uh, that be my uh, ring. I may not be correct. <laughs> Whenever he calls, that may not be correct. I don't even have to edit that. That's just a pure line right there. This is great. We're I'm both blinking, people. We're, I'm blinking. It's great. Uh, so yeah, books that came out this week. Jared, why don't you kick it off again? Um, okay. Uh, first one on my list was uh, Dark Crisis. I thought it was just going to be one of those uh, new. Oh, they're doing another event book. I, I don't. I don't care. Or, I like the first or, or issue. Worse. Another crisis because we last yeah. one we had was Heroes in Crisis, yeah, and that left a sour taste. And I think yep. everyone's that mouth. was a crisis, yeah. But this one was good. It's following up with uh, Justice League seventy five, where the Justice League had been. I'm using air quotations. <laughs> killed. It, so it we know the, the quote, comic book. Quote, yep. Death of and the And even Justice if League. you read uh, Road to the Justice or Road to Dark Crisis, Nightwing's like, yeah, they've died before. And we're not worried. Yeah, I mentioned fun. that last week. That was still a great yeah. story. Yep, that was a really good one. I'm glad you had me pick that one up. But uh, I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun. Um, they do their vigil. 
with the Justice League gone, the superhero or the supervillains are being more aggressive and everything. Well, so, I'll go back with the vigil. It's in front of the Hall of Justice. Yeah. Nightwing is doing his speech about it. And it's not just heroes holding the candles. There are some villains yeah. lingering by too. Like yep. they even know the impact. Like, oh, we may not have seen eye to eye, but also, holy crap. Yeah, like, this is a big deal. Yeah. When, when the villains are mourning your loss, uh-oh. <laughs> yep. But, uh, you know, it comes with John Kent. He's going to try to rebuild the Justice League or a version of it. Um, I did love Hal Jordan in this because he did, he's been out in space doing his own thing. He didn't know the Justice League was dead. He comes back and, you know, I won't do, give, go into too many spoilers. But since this is I mean, there's a lot that goes everything. on with this. I mean, yeah, they, there's so much. Typical main event fashion. Black there are Adam, a bunch of crossovers, yeah. too, that are coming out. But... The way this is set up right now, I don't think you'll have to read all the crossovers. No, I think if I think this is going to be very well self-contained, and I think it'll be great. So uh, I don't want to go into too much detail, though. So I'll leave it right there. I will say, there's my favorite line in this: "Of do we really need two blue beetles?" Yes, that was great. Yep, I just I love that one. Yep. And yeah, I mean, this is my pick of the week. Also, uh, Mark was like. Alex, you picked up a DC book for the pick of the week. I was like, yeah, I do all the time. We just don't really have it. There's Nightwing uh, yep. and Son of Kal-El. I love those books. He's like, well, that's fair. I'm like, yeah, well, this is the first number one DC book that I I feel as a non-diehard, as a casual DC reader, I'll say. Right. That I think it is a good appeal to everybody that has any interest in DC. And it's a big event that's going on. Yeah. That you'll see a lot of the main heroes, the Nightwing, right. the Flash, the Superman, Green Lantern. Yeah. This is actually a good introductory book also because it does have a lot of characters in it, but if it's easy to pick up on who's who and it's drawn so well, you know that they're a good guy or bad guy. It's there's potential for yeah. it to have the, just League problem where there's too many heroes and there's not enough of a coherent story. Yeah. That, that potential is there. But so far, I mean, with these, I'll say two issues, counting the yeah, road, the road to the last week. That road two, I think, fits in very well. I, I think it does do a really good job of still steering the ship in a main direction. Yeah. Similar to the Civil War in comics, how Marvel did that. Like, oh, there's the main story. Now, if you want to read everyone else's, like, okay, I imagine there'll be a Superman uh, Dark Crisis tie-in. There'll be a Nightwing Dark Crisis. Yeah. Everyone will have their own little thing, but the main story, you'll be just fine reading this. Yeah, I agree. And, and it's only a seven-issue series. Yeah, and the new Wonder Woman, Wonder Girl, Yara. I don't I, I don't know if she's actually a Wonder Girl or anything, but uh, I think she is horse, a Wonder Girl. Jerry is in this also. I, I just got to throw that one out there. I believe she is Wonder Girl because she said, I, uh, I can't be... It? Oh, she's the new I, one. I can't be yeah. your Wonder Woman. I'm just me. There's no way I can join like a team of superheroes. Yeah. And before I just became Wonder Girl. Okay. And that is a massive legacy to uphold already. Yeah. Yep. Okay. She did. So yeah. So, Dark Crisis yeah. number one. Uh, Adrian, what's first on your list? It's interesting. I was. You guys were talking. I, I'm. I'm not a DC follower, uh, really. But I was trying to figure. This is not the first Crisis book. Oh, there, this is the Heroes in Crisis, Infinity fourth? Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, it, it seems like they really lean into that word. Is this the fourth one? Oh yeah. Well, I, the original Crisis was actually, I think, supposed to be a quote unquote trilogy. They did Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then they did Infinite Crisis, and then they were going to do Final Crisis. Final Crisis finally kind of flopped, and it was supposed to be. But it at still one happened. Time it was a trilogy, but it yes. still happened though. So there and was those they three. Did, they just kept with that crisis theme and just went forward with it with uh, 
uh, Heroes in Crisis and now Dark Crisis and everything. Final but, Crisis, Infinite yeah. Crisis. But because uh, I asked Mark without giving spoilers of the character on the final, the end of this that does tie into the original Crisis trilogy, correct? Yes. The final character. Because I was like, who is this guy? And yep. Mark's like, I oh, got kind that's of, who it is. Yeah, I, kind, I was kind of excited to see him. So, uh, don't no spoilers. Um, because I was like, I was like, I have no clue this because immediately I haven't read all any any other crisis books. I was like, I people should know that Captain America is in this. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Just tell them. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I didn't read the other crisis books, so I was like, I don't know who this is, but I'm sure it'll be fine. And I'm and yeah, Mark's like, oh, is this like my eyes glazed over? I started hearing a different song in my head playing. I was like, sure, okay, he's a bad guy. Cool. Next. So yeah, that is Dark or Crisis. is he? From a certain point of view. Uh, Adrian, what is first on your list this week again? You no, know, For me, it was a really light week. I'm still reading a lot of the X books. Marauders came out, Dark Knights of Steel, and uh, I'm sad to say that I'm thankful that Thor is ending. Uh, this run of Thor, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Well, um, the story arc is ending. The, whole, the book is not ending yet, I don't think. Oh, I thought I thought we said that, that, was, that this was the last <laughs> Thor book. I said it was for you because you you canceled your subscription. Oh yeah, well okay. Anyway, uh, it started off really good and, and okay. It's had its ebb and flows. Yes, I'm still enjoying. It's funny too because uh, I I forgot that I hadn't read issue six of twelve of Dark Knights of Steel. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Oh right, I I didn't read that yet, so I had to go back and read it. And I'm like, oh okay, oh I still like this book. Oh it's still fun. Oh, it's almost in, it's almost over. We're at seven of twelve, which is weird because a lot of the DC, uh, which is funny because I just said I'm not a big DC reader. Uh, a lot of the twelve issue DC runs are like three months later and two months yeah. later, and here's a taking we're taking a break at issue five. However, the exception being on this one, it's written by Tom Taylor, who is very good at staying on track. True, very punctual, beautiful, punctual. And this is a series too. Like, there's a lot that happens in each issue. Mm-hmm. I feel like myself, I need to go back and reread all of it. And especially it's when it's super fun, especially when it's yeah, because there is a ton of content here. Like, oh yeah, it has been a full month, if not a month and a couple of weeks since the previous Something issue. Like that. So mm-hmm. it's not a normal release pattern. And because so much happens, like, okay, I just need to where are we at now? What's going on? Okay, that's right. What would be fun with this book is there's enough little offshoot stories that I would be okay with after issue 12 comes out, getting a couple one or two shot stories of what's going on, which is funny because we just talked about how we get annoyed when people go back and put something in the middle of a story. Yeah. Uh, But I think it would work well with this. What was happening when we... Or what was that reference that got mentioned or, you know, well, and, Tom, and it'd be just fun to just kind of fill in those details. Tom Taylor is good at that because he did that with Deceased. Mm-hmm. He did the main story. He's like, okay, well, now we're going to see the same story, but from the villain's side of what they were doing during this. What was the other one? The Hope, Hope, Hope at World's End? I think so, yeah. That one kind of does prequely and kind of also in the middle of. Right. So, he, yeah. I mean, he has proven himself that, okay, he can, he knows, like, all right, I want to do all this. There's not. There's only enough time to do this main bit, and then if it does well, then sure, we can go back and fill in those stories. Sure. And it's still because of the same person writing it. It does make sense really well within that right. world. Yeah, I don't like it when they do. Oh, here's this. Okay, for example, Dark Crisis, this main event. But now, hey, Jared, you're gonna write your story with yep. whoever character. Adrian, you're gonna write yours. I'll write mine. It's like no, it's all by one person controlling all of it, so they know the tone that they've set and where it fits continuity wise yeah. as well. Blackest Night did it really well because they did. 
Like uh, you had Blackest Night, then you had the miniseries along with it, uh, the Batman stuff and whatever. But it was, okay, here's our main story. You're not going, we're not doing the main Batman title. It's its own miniseries. It's standalone. It ties into this and here's how it's going to happen. You write it. So you're you know saying what I mean? That so when it was there released, had control over it. Well, and when it was released, it actually made sense. Yes. Because well, I got those, those when before the, the recent Blackest Night saga came out that kind of put everything together. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of those like different books and it was like, this one collects Batman one and Superman yeah. three and Nightwing was... forty and wait wait what? Well, no, they didn't. They didn't fit. Not well on the Blackest together. Night. They did that on a different one because the Blackest Night, the original trades, did Batman one through three, Superman. They didn't one make sense to whatever. me, and, but I also hadn't read them as they were coming out in single yeah. issue. So I'm like, and see, I also wait, read what them. Order should I read this in? I also read them uh, based off those little postcard checkbox things, you mm. know. Oh, I was but, back of the book. Okay, this is the stuff that comes Batman, out in this order. It didn't go Batman or Blackest Night, Green Lantern, Batman, Blackest Night. It went Batman, Batman, Batman. And then it ties into the main yeah. story. Oh. So you well, didn't have to read Batman at all for the main story. And it, it you know, definitely it depends. kept them separated, but together. It depends on who's managing the. Yeah. the main story yeah. too. And that was like, Jeff Johns doing that whole it's thing. Like, okay, so it's like, is a he, master. does he actually do, okay, everyone, this is my plan. You, Jared, write this story that takes place for Batman. This is what's going on. He's between this day and this day. Yep. Don't touch anything else after that. Don't, you know, don't set up anything right. else. Fill in that gap. Yep. Like very directional, like do this versus sometimes like, oh, by the way, guys, this is what's happening. Write whatever you want during that time. Yep. And there's then a he shows up. Right. There's a difference of leadership style with yep. that of, okay, Hands on of this is where I want you to go. Yeah. Or oh, this is what's happening, and however you think that they would respond to that during that time, that's on you. Yeah. It just depends on the story. Just Blackest Night. I think Jeff Johns was very hands on with it because Green Lantern was his baby for that whole sp- spell when he brought Hal Jordan back during uh, Rebirth. The best thing I can compare it to right now would be with X Men with um who did House and Powers. Hickman. Hickman. Where he, he is still the head of X-Men, let's say. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's very handsome. But, well, no, not well, really. He has his main story. Then now he's like, all right, guys, you're writing X-Men, you're writing this. Eventually get to this point where we'll tie together for sure. an event. He's very hands-off. We saw this really? with Feige in the first four phases of the Marvel movies. We're going to go from here to here, st- stay in this lane. Right. Right. Get your character developed this from this to that. Right, right. How you do it from there, I don't care. Just get to that. Mm-hmm. And that seems what uh, Hickman is doing with X-Men. He's like, all right, uh, just eventually get him there. I don't care how you get there. Yeah, I thought he was very hands-on. For his own? But I don't no. read X-Men. No, he so. does. He does like a couple X-Men books he still. Does. Mm-hmm. But he's very, I'm doing my story and eventually we'll tie it all together. So eventually, hey, guys, we're going to have this party called the Hellfire Gala. During this point, get to your story where it's your story's wrapped up at that point so we can get to this point in time. Um, and it, that is very dependent on the writers of the books at that point too. Like, okay, well, you're a really good writer, Jared. I like what you did with that during that time frame. Good job, Adrian. Uh, well, you, you, you completed the task. Here you go. There's a difference of, well, I, I love X-Men. Oh, I can really tell this one's a better story than that one because it really shows mm-hmm. that writer, not an overall director. And that's going to happen with anything you've got. 
if you've got multiple people writing these well, projects. And the bigger the property, the more yeah. writers you need to have. But, you can't have everyone micromanage right. everything. But on the little checklist at the begin or at the in the back of Dark Crisis, it's okay. So Dark Crisis one, then they're doing Dark Crisis Young Justice a one shot. It ties in with the Flash. The next month it's Dark Crisis, uh, another one shot. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. The Young Justice is not a one shot. It's a miniseries. But all these but early states are scheduled not, to change because yeah. of supply chain issues. But it's it's basically you know you've got your Dark Crisis and your Dark Crisis uh, um, miniseries, and then the Flash. Well, and this is a reading order of like, this is part yeah. one, part two, part three. This is the, hey, these are everything that's tying in during that time. Mm-hmm. And some books, they need to have, okay, uh, what is it? Um, Swords of X. They're like, okay, there's 22 parts. Here's part one, part two, part three, and all the yeah. different sub side stories versus this is, okay, this is all going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Read whatever you want. But this is the, quote, crossover event yeah. list. Yep. Young Justice is going six issues. Yeah. All right, and cool. New Mutant. Adrian. I had to look at it. I'm like, I know he was doing all the X books, and obviously the big hitters, and he was part of the Ten of Swords, X of Swords, or right. whatever, but New Mutants, he's been helping out with that a lot. Sorry. I just had to look it up. It was bugging me. So what's one of your picks that came out this week? I don't know. Uh, what did I say? Oh, uh, I said Dark I didn't have anything. I only got three books this week. Dark Knights of Steel. Marauders and Thor and Thor I'm done with. And they're all kind of in the middle of a story. <laughs> they are all. They're all good. Um, except for Thor because I just canceled it. I, I need to stop contradicting myself. Um, if you care about I Thor, do. you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there's the one that came out this week was. And Hulk. One that came Banner. out this week was Thor and Jane number one. It's a five issue miniseries. For me, I don't really care about Thor. Same here. I I'm mean, like, oh, I, it's a good marketing tool I, with the movie coming out. With the out. movie coming out, it is. Specifically designed for that, sure. um, especially because well, it has the broken Mjolnir with the gold in it that you see in the trailer for the movie. Like, okay, I can definitely see what you're doing here. It yeah. might work for like new audience members, right? Yeah. That, that might be where they're they're pointing their their marketing. In but the- I, I, I mean, again, that's a me thing. It, it's Thor. I don't care. Yeah, I don't Ultimately, care. Ultimately, I really don't care. It has to be a real good story for me to care about it. If it's, I think he's better in the team up with the Avengers and stuff like that. By himself, not so much. Well. I don't know. I mean, it depends on your love of the character. Yeah. Um, for me, for example, I don't care about stories that are off in space when there is an Earth. I don't care. If it's not an Earth, I don't care. That, And I know that's a me thing. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't care about those comics. You're spacist. Uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> if they're out in the negative zone or whatever, I don't. Sure. I just don't care. You're and that, Positive. That, that's a me thing. Um, so you may love the North Norse mythology with Thor and everything like that. And great. It's just not for me. Yeah. I agree. I'm not fully there. I like stories in space and stuff like that, but that, that Thor's not for me. Yeah. But you have such a long beard. You should be into Norse mythology. That's the big beardness. That's beardest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, is that as bad as that guy who told me to read that uh, book about yeah. Aztecs because I'm Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Instead, we're going to talk about Jared. What's the hey. other book that came out this week that you enjoyed? Uh, another one I enjoyed was Batman number 124. Um, it's dealing with some of the fallout of his um, uh, run-in with Abyss. And Be- Abyss is pretty much gone, but the detective that was helping his, him out donned the Abyss costume. So, well, that may be a spoiler. Sorry. 
If, if that's a spoiler, sorry, but I mm. thought it was pretty obvious when I was reading it that if you've been reading it up until now and then going into this issue, I'm like, well, that's easy. And there's only, what, one or two more issues until the new writer, the new creative team takes yeah, over? Yeah, something like that. Um, but uh, this was enjoyable. I've, I really enjoyed this. They go, it's a good detective story. So they're starting to track down leads of this certain case they're working on or what happened, you know, and kind of go from there and bring justice. So, and then there is a Poison Ivy follow-up story. It was okay. It was there. I, I, yeah, it, it was there. I, <laughs> it's bonus content to the main story exactly. that you Exactly. If you like Poison Ivy, you, you'll probably like it. I read through it. I'm like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. You know. Uh, and the it last wasn't book, bad. Last book I want to mention today is the Fortnite Marvel Zero War. We ha- And the reason this stands out to me is, one, because Fortnite, we had people calling all day yesterday. All day today asking for it. Um, because it comes with a Fortnite skin mm-hmm. that is exclusive to the game via the book. Um, but what I find interesting, though, is we had a DC Fortnite book called uh, Zero Point come out last year, two years ago. Yep. This is Zero War. This is a pretty much continuation from that story, but it's by DC Comic or by Marvel instead of DC. And it's by Christos Gage, which is the same writer the, the other one, too. So, like, mm. DC and Marvel are starting to flirt together a little bit. Uh, or just they're both like, oh, we want that Fortnite money. Yes, I don't care. I think that's more of what it is. Yeah, probably. Um, there was a guy that uh, was in school with my brother down in Athens, and he kind of did the same thing. So I, I would imagine it'd be more like this. He was dating a girl from like the east side of campus and a girl from the west side of campus, and they just never really met. <laughs> so that could be more what's kind of really happening. No, no. Th- no, no, that's not what Fortnite this Fortnite is just dating both of them. Just- they, no, they both know. They don't care. There's that much money. That, okay, that there's that much money involved. They don't care. I mean, uh, just going with Fortnite in general, you can play as Master Chief, a Microsoft Halo character, sure. and you can buy him and play as him on PlayStation. <clears throat> like it has that level of like wow. we don't care. I have there's that much money involved. I am like three degrees separated from one of the developers that was part of designing these characters, so I. I have an idea of what their bonus, their quarterly bonus checks are. So yes, I I I, I can see that there's a lot of money. Yeah. So they want to do a good job on these, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Is what I'm saying. Uh Fortnite is probably the biggest factor that has allowed PlayStation and Xbox to play with each other online. Because of that game is that popular. People are like, no, I want to play with my friend. You're on Xbox. I don't care. We we want to do this. And they're like all right, yeah, we can do that. They were, the first one, they were one of the first ones that did it. Mm-hmm. They did it, quote, accidentally first. Like, oh, you're, you're randomly matchmaking with people that have a different icon that I don't, I can't add you as a friend. Oh, you mean the crossplay? Yeah, with oh. crossplay. They're like, and then it came out, oops, we accidentally flipped a switch. And everyone's like, wait, it's as easy as flipping a switch? And like, yeah, Sony is stopping us. As someone who works in IT, it's not that easy. It was for, I mean, because easy. because they have their own profiles within the system as well. Sure, sure, sure. It's through Epic Games Store and whatever. So it was on both platforms. Like, oh yeah, we can just merge. And it was like, oops, it was an accidental thing. We didn't mean to, but it happened. And then yeah, there's a whole public backlash, and sure. Sony finally came. Like, okay, fine, we can play with Xbox people on PlayStation because there's enough money in there that it only makes sense. Like, yeah, just do that. And Fortnite is the Hey, we bring a lot of money to the table. Just do whatever we say. Yes, sir. May I have another? <laughs> so yeah, uh, Fortnite Marvel Zero Point or Zero War issue number one, where this one you get a Spider-Man skin, in a Fortnite game. 
Uh, so yeah, that is all of the books that came out this week that stood out to us. Enough to talk about. Probably talk about too much, but it is yep. what it is. Uh, we will go on to uh, the book club book of the week, which is Middle West book one as picked by Adrian. So if you liked it or didn't like it, that's Adrian's fault, not mine. You'll love it. Uh, if you don't want spoilers on this and want to know what we're talking about next week, Jared, what book are we talking about next week? <laughs> you forgot, didn't you? I completely forgot. Wait. Oh, my phone's not here. Uh, I took a picture of it. Yep. How's that? Uh, that's um, great for an audio podcast. So <laughs> a, anybody- hold, on, hold on, hold on. A, you took a picture of it for an audio podcast. And B, you don't have your phone on you. <laughs> which is good because you always yell at us for having our phones. No, I say to silence your phone. And but I'm saying like he doesn't you don't have it and it's an audio format. Try to hit all of those bars, you know. It is Black Widow is what we're talking about (laughs) next week. Black Widow, that's right, and spies. Yes, spies will be the theme next week. We actually have the theme too, spies. Uh, So it is Black Widow Volume One of the current series that we'll be talking about next week, and yeah, that's what we're talking about next week. So Middle West Volume One, Adrian, why did you think we should read this? Uh, Because it was fantastic. I disagree. Um, Uh, so first this is off, worse than Transformers. <laughs> no, I'll give you Transformers. I won't give you this. One. So, are you saying that Transformers is not as good as this? No, I'm saying they're completely different books. <clears throat> if you had to pick one or the other, Middle West or Transformers that we read last week, this Middle West Volume One or Transformers that we read last week, you'll only pick one. Which one will you Transformers. read? Transformers. Okay, because I'm a big Transformers geek. Okay, and this has three volumes. That was Jared, one and done. If you can read that one or this one, which one would you read? Middle West. <laughs> I, I agree. Middle West as well. I agree. But you guys hated Transformers. We didn't no, hate I it. No, I didn't hate it. I just... It was okay. It was... This was good. That one was okay. Sure. This one's good. I it... think if I was reading a Transformers book where Optimus Prime was already established and it wasn't the origin, I and think you... I could have gotten into it a little bit more because at the beginning, I'm just like, okay, this looks exactly like Optimus Prime, but they're talking about or calling him Orion. And he's a complete jerk. Yeah. my biggest thing is that he was right. a complete jerk at the very so beginning. So it wasn't what I was expecting going into it. And I think that's that's some of it right there. But so, of the but two, this one's West. a better one. Yeah. So you redeemed yourself from two weeks ago. This one's a better there, pick. No redemption was needed. No redemption. This one is a bigger appeal to more people than hey, that, that one did. That, that one had that came into the store, and which I, the guy was a, a Transformers fan. I need him to. Find, this I one, need, anyone can read it because there is no fandom to this because this is original content. They're like, oh, you have to like fantasy stories, and here you go. Something distracting. Okay, it's probably dust. It's probably fine. We're not dead yet. Uh, but Middle West by Scott Young and, and Jorge Corona um, came out in 2018. It's an 18-issue run. Uh, it's it's this fantasy book. It's it, What I really liked out of the first issue uh, in like the extras in, at the end of every issue, he writes, what do wizards look like? And so this whole, this whole theme is still fantasy, wizards, magic, transformation into this, you know, mythical creature. But it's set in like Midwest, obviously. Yeah, Middle West. Uh, Tornado Alley, like in the nineties. Was that in the like the writer's notes of the what it was? Because it's not. Oh, uh, it's not translated yeah, in the train. The, it's they not, in the they not put any of the extras no. in the train. That's no, too bad. I don't think Anyway, so. at the end, uh, like the end. No. Not that. I, not the, that I've you, got. You get variant covers. That's it. Oh, that's too bad. I bet you it's in the hardback Omni special. There's there's a one. Typically, like an Omni most of the time, the, the letter, with D 
DVD specials. There, he might have a <laughs> post look at all of it all at one, but not like the individual ones for each issue. It'd probably be a different summary at the end. I don't know this one or concept art, even like that. They do stuff like that. I'll show you afterwards uh, that the uh, that letter that kind of intro to the whole series it's pretty unique well that might be a prelude that they do at the beginning of the book but not oh they might put it at the beginning it'll be it'll probably be reworded and re-edited for that but it's not in the trades as they are uh but it's this book uh that i really took away that it's nature versus nurture who you become based on not just based on who you are but how you're treated right so yeah your upbringing we get this kid named Abel. He comes from this broken home. Uh, super broken. Super duper broken. Um, abuse is happening. And uh, throughout these six issues, right? Six issues, six, yep. Because I read it. I have the singles. Uh, in the first six issues, we, we see a couple times where Abel kind of beats up verbally his only friend that he's got. Yeah. He treats people very poorly. Uh, but yeah. Well, and... It's interesting because he treats people poorly, but also he is definitely the one that gets picked on and forced to do most mm-hmm. things. Like, uh, he's late to his job. And he's like, this is the only the second time in the last five years. Mm-hmm. And that's like, unacceptable. That's two more times than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that sentiment to try to push like, no, no. I agree with the sentiment. I do not agree with how he presented well, right. it. Right. He's like, you know, it's unacceptable. However, I mean, ultimately... Two time, if you only mess up two times in five years, that's really good. That is really good. That yeah. is really good. That is really good. No, I get the, well, you still mess up today, and that's what matters. That's what people people don't care about yesterday. They care yeah, about today. Right. Yep. But the way he did it is completely wrong Oh, how yeah. he went about of like, oh, well, he basically, oh, as soon as you get home, I'm going to beat you for this also. Right, right. Yeah. Now, part of it was he was back talking as well, but that's also- He's a kid. He's a kid that just woke up, not fully awake- and is getting berated by his father that we learn has a history of abuse. Yeah. So I love the art because the art is what drove it home. That made me hate that guy. Dale. We find out like what that's, what's really cool with the writing too, is we don't find out certain names until wait, shouldn't I already know that's, I just read where his name is or I read where her name is. Uh, Maggie, the Jebediah's sister later. I was like, why don't I know her? Oh, it's right mm, here. I, I think this is the first time I see it. Now, I think I may have written, uh, read over it, but I don't remember seeing the fox's name. Fox. The is name it is just Fox? Fox? Just Fox. Okay. Because he talks to I the, know they cu- kept he calling talks him to the wizard. And he's like, okay, Fox, what is your... Well, what's Fox's name? And the fox is like, Fox? Then my mom okay. didn't have time to name me in the, the whole litter of people. Okay. I thought I had missed that somewhere. And the wizard's like, well, that's good because there's a lot of power in a name. So if you don't give yeah. them your name, then you keep that power to yourself. I really did like that line from... Jebediah, right? The wizard? Yeah. The yeah. Wizard. Yep. Yep. And one thing going back to with the dad, I love that they always have a little extra darker filter on him too, yes. to show his anger mm-hmm. too. It like it shows his mood swings as well. Yes. Like, oh, okay. When he turns to the turn that storm thing, extra dark. But when he wakes up, he's like calm at himself. And it is a brighter scene where mm-hmm. it shows that really yeah. well. The light side to the dark side of him. Like, oh, he is he's not as unreasonable now versus it almost seems like an alcoholic, like, oh, he's drunk right sure. now versus, okay, now he's sober. That sort of dynamic with him. Yeah. And the art, it's also a bit progressive, too, because, like, um, his dad turns into the tornado creature Monster or whatever. Thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's like, okay, his hair's fine. Everything's good. Oh, his hair's parted to the side. There's a little bit of debris flying. Sure. Next panel, it's like wind's picking up. Now oh. Abel's hair's floating. You know what I mean? It's The art was progressive in saying- 
oh, this is this is turning bad. You know, mm-hmm. it, I thought that was really good. When he get, turns back from the storm, when the dad does, it's definitely a hangover vibe. Is yes. what they're given. Yep. Like uh, after the storm, like issue three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. when they take him to the hospital because he they he's walking around the destroyed town all naked, like, and it definitely feels like to me, oh, you're hungover and getting an IV so you don't die. Right, is what it felt like. That scene actually, when when we we meet him again, uh, when we meet him, really, I guess just the second time, uh, we see him go to the hospital and it's like, I thought this was a fantasy book, but it's that yeah. blend that they did with this. It's like. A fantasy world in modern yeah. terms, well, like our terms just a few years ago. Even with that, I don't like the, I like that we don't see him go to the hospital. We see him in the hospital. He didn't go on his own. The villagers found him like he's dying. Get him to the hospital now. He mm-hmm. didn't, he didn't want to go because when he woke up, he like, like, but am I fine? Yeah, but we should still check what's going on. He fainted or something, right? Well, he passed out from That's it. Yeah. turning like back to human. Yeah. But like, uh, no, you're, we're taking you to the hospital now. I don't care what you want. He woke up. Technically, you're fine, I guess, but we should still run some tests because you got this weird virus thing. I don't care. I'm out. Right. Like, you set up, but am I, am I fine? <laughs> what was Technically? It? But it, it said in there two days later, so I'm like, oh, he was in the hospital for two days. Unconscious. Yeah, yeah unconscious. What was so. it? That, oh, I wrote down issue three. Dale leaves the hospital like a stereotypical man would. It's like, oh, yeah, this is how much of a prick he is. He doesn't even listen to sound uh, logic. advice yeah. or logic. Right. It's like. No, I have a thing to do, and I'm leaving whether or not you say I'm okay or not. Well, and going back to, you see Bright and Cheery, and then you can see his temperament change, where it changes what has a shadow oh, over his shadow face. shadow in his face, yep. Like, it mm-hmm. changes the temperament right there. You can tell he's resenting everything. Yeah. When did we see where yep. there's, like, a red overlay, where he literally, like, one panel, he's it's normal color, and then, boom, red. Yeah, yep. Um, but I he uh, leaves the hospital... Gets dressed, gets his gear and stuff, and he goes searching for his son. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why he's doing that. Like if it, he does, if he's there, so angry and so like I, I have not read this as he's a controlling father. He's an angry father, and when his son screws up, he he abuses him. I mean, he told him early on in the first issue, like, "All right, fine, you don't live under my rules of the house that I provide. You're staying outside then." Yeah, but then, but why are you still chasing after him after the storm? Why are you right. doing the get away, come back here, get away, come back? Right. Have you guys so. noticed the shape on both of them? Uh, I know they have like both a spiral, but then they're different colors as well. Yes. It's a it's a very heart shape. shape. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. What you so, see on the back of the cover. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I think what I suspect, because I, I, I haven't read this. It, it ended in 2020. So I'm like, oh, good. It's like I'm rereading this again. Um <clears throat> And we kind of see it in the sixth issue where Maggie is helping Abel kind of deal with his emotions of everything. Yeah. And they, they dive into his mind. Some of those memories were happy memories. Right. right. Being choked by the, the darkness or whatever. Right? Yes. So it, it may be a little perverted in some way, shape or form, but I, I do hope that Dale does somewhere inside of him still actually love Abel. Yes. Like truly and honestly, not in the controlling way. Right. Right. Not in like, I, I think there is a part of him who is. Cause there are good, there are good memories that yes. the dad yeah. has with yes. him. Like, yep. Now I, I think part of him does blame. Uh, we get the beginning of her name, 
the mailman starts to say the mom's, the wife's name, and then he kind of cuts him off. Right. I can't think of it right now. Mrs. Whatever. or Mrs. Dale. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I think a part of him blames Abel for her leaving. I, and it, another part of him blames himself for her leaving. Mm-hmm. And so there's that conflict. I want to hate you because it's easier to blame you for her leaving and causing me pain. Yeah. But you're my son. And those two concepts are in complete a disagreement with each other. Well, yeah. and in this volume, we don't see her leaving. No, we just, we just assume. We just know that she is not there. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah. we know. Now, now we they see... argue a bit about why she left. Oh, it's it's the dad's oh, fault because he's angry all oh, the time. Oh, no, it's no, your fault because he, you're a terrible child. Yeah, she didn't want to be a, a parent, so she left. Or... But also, someone sent him a bicycle. Yes. Was that her? Was that anyone else? Or Because we, we never see a label. He just, Abel thinks, oh, mom sent me this. Sure. Who, who else would send me a bike? Yep. It could have been his grandparents even. Yeah. We we don't know. So like, dad, is the mom even alive? Yeah. Is she dead? Dale destroys it. Right. So, But one thing that was kind of sticking to me too is, you know, um, Abel was a good kid pretty much, but he was angry throughout further into the book. It was after he kind of encountered the tornado creature at once and it's corrupted. It's like hits him with part of his tornado and that's where it leaves that mark. It infects him. Yeah. So is his father infected and it's an anger monster type thing, you know, so that could be, and that's the only outlet for that, I guess, you know, know, not justifying the abuse and stuff like that. Well, I'm thinking for this, it's a very parasitic experience that goes on to them. It's like the symbiote where it, it corrupts you. Right, um, because and it, and Abel's trans- being corrupted throughout. He's getting angrier throughout the book. I mean, to be, and we see it at the beginning where he's a little angry, but he's also always picked on in life yes. by his by his quote friends and that abused. bully him into like, hey, we'll go ahead and steal this. They stuff. use him, right? Yeah, they use and abuse him. Like, oh, hey, we're going to do this. Well, I'll just blow off work. Who cares if they're not going to get their whatever newspaper thing? Right. And he's like, it's already late. Who cares? Right. right. And he gives into that peer pressure. I mean, given he was having a bad day where he woke up four hours late, half of his newspapers were blowing away. He wants to give up. And he's yeah. like, okay, you're giving me excuse to give up. Cool. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And so it is on him, but also he's a I kid. Mean, he's a kid and he can give into peer pressure. Sometimes that happens yep. when that's your only social network is just those three friends. And they're saying, Hey, do this. It's hard to say no. Yeah. Sure, but he still has a choice. He does. He does I, I'm not saying it's a right choice. No. I'm just saying, though, I can see that weakness. Like, sure. okay, I can totally see how you did that or why you did that. Mm-hmm. And his one true friend is the fox, which they don't really address. Like, why does he have a talking fox? Is that normal? Right. Is that normal for Middle West for there to be talking foxes? Or is that just him? In is a that... fantasy world? Sure, why not? Right. And, I mean, that's where I'm taking it because no one bats an eye. Like, why is this fox talking? Like, eh, yeah, it is what it is. Sure. And whatever. And. One of my favorite scenes him and the fox come up to is the troll. Oh, yeah. On the bridge. I that, I, the that was fun with the where, riddle. and Where he does solve the riddle, but, oh, you ran out of time because you cheated and started the timer yeah. before you actually gave me the question. And, you know, what? I'm blowing the story up and I'm gone. Yep. Uh, so that was a good, good twist on everything. And it was very true to what I know about trolls. Sure. The sunlight turns them to stone. You right. Know? So. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's majority of the story. I mean, yes, we go you to know, the circus where he finds what a true family is like. Yeah, right. And he finds happiness in life. Mm-hmm. And he has a friend girl. The the one line he says, he, because he's talking to Maggie, the Jebediah's sister. Jebediah is the first wizard that yeah. he encounters, right? The head of the circus. And um, 
She she runs the circus. Oh, I thought you meant Jebediah. No, 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 no,
Right. It is not a full story. That's why I'm going to give it a, a, a slight knock and bring it down to four mm. because you do. I feel like you do need to read all 18 sure, issues. Sure, you do. So by this one volume grading it by itself, it's incomplete. Sure. So that's, that's why I, I give it a four out of five at that point. And because, that's why I say wait till I read the right. whole thing to see if I would still rate it at a and five. I, I feel like if I read all 18 issues on one sitting, probably then if it's if it's like this, probably give it a five. But I can't I can't grade on the unknown for me. Yeah. So at this point, and judging I'm, by this, because it's not a it's not a one story one thing, I need more. And especially because it cliffhanger it is. It's not even a satisfy satisfactory. Act and oh no, it's not just at all. a middle of the act. It is a true this, this is the cutoff. That's why I give it a four out of five. And see, I gave it five more so for the fact that it sucked me. Like I'm like all in mm. on this story. Like I really liked it. Oh yeah, and like I said, I do too. But it's just but, that one thing yeah. I can't get past. Like I can't say read this and this will be the judge. No, no. If you want to read this, mm-hmm. you're not getting the whole thing. Sure, sure. And in anywhere near a whole thing at yeah. all. Like it's. Yep. Oh, you get part. You're in the middle of a big event. Yeah, and the next next page, even just one more page, would probably sure. resolve that. Could, possibly. but that's but that's why they put it in the next volume, so you buy the next one for fifteen or however much it is. Yeah. Is this one of those first volume is ten dollars? Yes, right. Okay, yeah. Image does that. Yep, mm-hmm. their first volumes. They, hey, you should try this out. I I I do like that business model. I do too. It's With, a good. Hey, you don't have to invest this whole, whole lot right now, but. If you like this book, check out the rest of the series. Correct. And they've made a killing off of The Walking Dead alone. But thirty sure. some whatever volumes, and that first one is, I think, is still ten ninety nine. Uh, no, that was, no, that's up to fifteen. That's been fifteen for a few. Years oh, has now. it? Okay, but I know it like, was originally nine ninety nine and everything. That's what I like about Image. They're like, here's volume one, ten bucks. Typically, not all their books, uh, but then the rest of the volumes go to the normal price point, where it's like, oh, I really didn't like that book. I don't need to spend anymore. Right. Oh, I right. really did love that book. I don't mind right. spending more. And if right. you don't like it, you're like, eh, I'm out 10 bucks. That's not right. a huge investment and not a huge loss. Well, and with this so. one, if you're coming to the store like, hey, you know, I want to get into books. I like fantasy, sure. whatever. Okay, you get this volume. If you say, hey, I've been reading a whole lot. What else should I read next? Then I would say, don't get this. Get the complete edition. You know, because yeah. I know you'll like all of it. Oh, that. sure. Right. Like that's, it's, yeah. two different, it's two different things. Like, well, you might like it as a cheaper investment versus I know you'll like that. You'll love this. It's worth yes. the money. Buy all of it all at once. Yeah. But it is what it is. I mean, the, yep. the hardback though, the one, the Omni, I think is a hardback though. So it is a little bit more of a pricey thing. And I, I'm pretty sure we don't have it. Uh, I know we don't have it in stock right now. All we have is two copies of volume one, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to look it up right now to see if I can actually see a, uh, okay. Volume two is actually 16, volume two and three are 16.99 each. The complete hardcover is $60. However, they do have the complete soft cover coming out in January, uh, for $40. I think that'll be the best option is go with the complete for 40. I mean, I don't know. The, the for me, you guys know how much I like yeah, the, yeah. the Scotty Young art, even the Jorge Corona stuff, which when you take a look at them both side by side, I don't. There are times when I'm like, well, even with the Me, You Love and the Art, there were a couple times when I'm like, oh, yeah, this was drawn by Scotty Young. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was written by Scotty Young, but Corona drew it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think $60 is a lot to get in hardcover. Uh, yeah. so I think the 40 for the whole series is a good... You have to love it. I know you're right. 60 mm-hmm. is, I've read it all in singles. I don't have it in trade, but I want it. Here's all in one. 
if yeah, you're that's still you're, close to that two ninety nine price range. That's what I'm saying. It's it's two different type it's, of it's audiences. Close. I yeah. can't tell random schmo, hey Jared, for the first time you should read, buy the sixty dollar book. Sure, I can't do that. Right. Versus, I could say buy the forty dollar because I know you love fantasy. This will be great for you. Yeah. Versus. Like for Laura, okay, read the first volume, see if you like it, then go that route. There yeah. are different options for different types of right. personalities. What? And that's another good thing that's no. yeah. good. So about like for Adrian, book. you have all the single issues. For you, you I, and you I love probably it. Probably would get, get the, the hardcover. The hardcover. Get the hardcover at that point. Versus for me and Laura, we'll just do the complete soft cover at that sure. point. Because we like it and this is everything. So let's mm-hmm. go with that. It's yep. more affordable. So different options for that are optional. If you can actually get the hardcover in stock, I think right now it's sold out too. Oh, is it? Yeah. It came out in July of last year. July 7th. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, moving on to the final part of the week that Jared always forgets about. I'm on and it. That is our hero of the week, be it comic book this or is otherwise. Three weeks in a row, I'm on it. Did you, But we warned you the last two times in a row. Did anybody that warn doesn't you today? Count. Did anybody warn you today before nope. this? Okay, then. You liar. Nope. All right, so for I, the first I'm time, still ready. I want to say, for the first time that you're ready, did he? Oh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> so you were warned. But I forgot about that. So. Okay. Close enough. <laughs> we'll give you a half point on this one. Uh, so, Jared, who is your hero of the week, comic book or otherwise? Princess Leia. Not from the new show of Obi-Wan or anything like that, but she was awesome in Star Wars number 24. I loved her in this. It, she was just a little Vader. So if you want to see, I can't say she was evil or anything like that. She was a bit. There's a little darkness. She was a bit cold hearted, I guess. Um, uncaring about another life form uh, type thing. I mean, she's been uncaring before in the movies, but either, not to that degree. Right. I mean, she has been like, oh. You're a stormtrooper. Bam. You're, well, you're done. I mean, similar to... He said stun. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, the old man you just met five minutes ago is dead? My whole planet is dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also not necessarily canon because I was in Robot Chicken, but was still, there, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Robot Chicken. So, but still, like, oh, you're sad for one man? My my planet is gone. My species... What? Species? She's still human as for species. Now, we might be able to say my race... If you do race, religion, that her home, yeah, so. my home, my people, my kingdom, because she's a princess, but that's elected ish. It's weird. Anyway, Leia is your hero of the week. Yep, from, uh, from the comic. Adrian, do you have one lined up? Uh, two, actually. It's I a said combo. hero, not heroes. Sorry, it was a combo. sorry, but one's going to be disqualified. So Scotty <laughs> Corona, then, because <laughs> now there's two persons and one. No, Scotty Young and, and, and Jorge Corona. They just um, I've been in the comic game for a long time, right? In the 80s, uh, I took a break for a while. And I'm not going to lie, there have been a couple times when I'm like, I pick up the week's books and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I still reading this? But then I get something really fresh, like Middle West or like The Me You Love in the Dark. That's exciting. I hear Twig is really good. I just haven't gotten it. I just didn't want to add something which else is a, to my... Which is another Scotty yeah. Young. Right. For me, I'm waiting until that would hit straight. Okay. Because anymore, if it's independent, I want to read it. I'm going to enjoy it probably. But there's just so much to buy. Sure. And it's easier to buy it in trade. And most of those read better in and trade. They read nowadays. better in trade. I mean, I, I hate to break Comics. away from the weekly loyalty sure. thing. Yeah. Sure. However, when the story reads better, it just, I get more enjoyment out of it. So yeah. why 
suffer for the art when you can just enjoy it as it is. Yeah, sure. and comics are not made in this day and age to be a single issue. It's not story. one issue, one story, no. No, you're getting five, six, seven issues. It was a huge thing back in the 80s when it said, oh, yeah. to be continued. Yeah. Right? It, it just doesn't happen. Anymore. It doesn't happen. They anymore. don't even have to be continued more. It's just, eh. Yep. Move along. And yeah. credits. Right, exactly. <laughs> Is there to be continued or the end or nothing? It's just credits. You'll, you'll, you'll be back next month. They'll yep. be fine. And there are plenty of tropes and ideas and, and, and themes in Middle West that I've read somewhere before, you know, but I was thinking as we were talking about the different themes kind of worried about Scotty Young and Jorge Corona. If this is kind of what they're writing about, we've talked about before about uh, different writers that have come up with some of these really messed up movies. Like what if the Stephen King of saw had been rejected by every movie company? Like, okay, would he or she, I, cause I have no idea. Would he or she had, would have, he or she had gone and done that in real life. Had he or she been rejected all of the life. Would they become a serial killer? Right. Yeah, I don't, I mean. What if Hitler was approved for the art school? Would he have not been sure. awful? I mean, sure. it's, but it's similar to that, where yeah, it's right. like, what is the other road not taken? Yeah. Where right. does that go? Especially when you see, oh, that's sick and twisted. Sure. And, oh. Now, and if you love horror films, that's cool. That's Fine. great. I mean, it's an outlet. It doesn't cause, it doesn't cause violence like video games causes violence, which they don't. It's just, it's there. People are going to be violent. If they're going to be violent, and if that's an outlet for you, great. Sure. It's just, okay, cool. I watched it. It's gross and horrific, but I know this is fiction. Sure. Right. I know this is not real, and this is a what if yep. versus, oh, well, screw it. I'll still do it on my own, and who knows what other compromises you make along the way because of that as well. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, in the game a long time, and I get this really great fresh story, and uh, yeah, I'm reminded about that when- I had to pick something to read for this week. All right. Uh, my hero of the week will be Dick Grayson. His speech for the vigil for the Justice League. And was really it was really good. I kind of want to do have Superman also because he's trying to reform a Justice yeah. League as well. But I think because he needs the mentorship still yeah. of that being, okay, Dick Grayson. Well, is that he, why Captain America shows up? Dick Grayson is no longer the just the sidekick. He is a leader in his own. I mean, he has been for a while yeah. now. But it's still the last year or two, they've really started to push that. Like, no, no. Mm-hmm. He is the leader that Batman can never be. Right. Because he's actually relatable. He still has the same abilities as him, but he uses it in a different way, oh, in yeah. a better way. Yep. That people will actually, oh, I want to follow you, not because I'm scared of you, because you inspire me. Yeah. And Bec- that's what he does. Because you're Nightwing. Well, but not, he couldn't have been Nightwing had it not been for Batman. Yeah, and I, I mean, think we forget that. Yeah, even in real life. Okay, we are where we are, but we wouldn't have even been here if it weren't for them, right? Right. So our mentors. Nightwing would have never become Nightwing. He would have never had the bravery to leave Bruce uh, after being a sidekick for so long had it not been for Bruce's teaching in the beginning anyway, well, right? And you learn more from failures than you do successes. Sure. Yep. And not, not saying that Batman is a failure. However, is not the way that has informed Dick. And I think it helped with him that yeah. he has Alfred also like, okay, we have the two different right. parts. Yeah. And okay, I can blend those two together and make it even stronger. Yeah. Um. So I think that works out really well for that. You learn from your mentor's mistakes. You learn the lessons that they weren't able to learn uh, vicariously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You learn another way. Yep. There is another. This is the way. This is the way. 
Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, next week we're talking about Black Widow. There you go. <laughs> was lost yeah. in already. I, I'm, leaving, I'm, leaving that, I'm leaving that pause in there too. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we're talking about Black Widow Volume One it's next and week. A bunch of spies. We, uh, we we're gonna have, let future Jared worry about that. Read it all on Tuesday, right before the podcast. It'll be fine. Yep, it'll be fresh. It'll be fresh. That's mostly what I do. Uh, <laughs> I come up with a list around three o'clock on Wednesday, so it's fine. Uh, so yeah, next week we'll talk about spies and Black Widow, and Adrian will be back in two weeks. So get ready for Adrian to pick out a book to read in two weeks again. And tell us what you guys think of these things that we're talking about. Like, did it? Did you get the book and then you loved it? Did you hate it? Did, or, was it okay? Or do you want to read you, the book because we talk about it? And you or do you think we're a co- bunch of whack jobs who, like, they liked this? I mean, you we know? are. Let's we be are. clear. We read Saga in nine weeks, of course. Yeah. yeah. We read Transformers last week, or two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. Yeah, it felt like last week was that traumatic. Notice you guys haven't let me pick a book at all. No, that's no, not usually true. Pick, I, I say I usually pick, pick I'm usually, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh. I did. Because <laughs> I, no, I came up with something yesterday. Did we do King no. of Spies yet? Uh, no, because it just came out. We yeah, we tried to wait yeah. at least six months for a book to come out yep. before we talk about it. And I'm being facetious. Me and Alex have a lot of times been looking through our through the store and be like, "Oh, that we could do this one." I mean, I veto you them know. more often than not. But true, true, <laughs> true. But I have my reasons. But you have always have a reason. No, that wrong. one just came out three weeks ago. Let's hold off on that. Because <laughs> you're wrong. No, we just did a DC book last week. You're Let's still do wrong. something else. Hey, can we get like a? Like some of these iconic things. The other night I was watching uh, Red Hood. We need to get that in trade in the store. Yeah. It'd be great if we could. If we could. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, anyway, we'll be back next week. Adrian will be out, but Laura should be in. And we'll go back from there. Black Widow and Spies. And, spies. and we'll see you all next time.